Hi, you're listening to the Soul Patterns Podcast. This is operated and owned by me, BJ the Blogger. And the purpose of Soul Patterns is to create a singular place to easily learn self-mastery and healing, regardless of where you are in your journey. The content from this podcast is non-denominational and can be applied to any religion or spiritual practice. All content comes directly from my research and my personal experiences. If you would like to become a supporter of this podcast, you can go directly to my anchor page and donate through there, or you can donate through my cash app, which is dollar sign BJ the blogger. I hope you guys enjoy listening and have a great day. It is BJ the blogger and I'm here to do a uh, just to have a conversation with you guys about healing your bloodline and why it's so important especially um, you know for me being a black person living the black experience I know that there's a lot of things that we do culturally that is not healthy Um, there's a lot of things it's not it's not normal for us to talk about how we're going to heal our trauma. It's starting to become more mainstream, but it's not, it doesn't tend to be a comfortable conversation inside of um, the black household or the black family in terms of directly addressing our trauma, directly addressing the generational curses in our life, directly addressing um, the unhealthy food habits that are creating generational curses in terms of um, health you know, things that we deal with from our health, from our grandparents to our aunts and uncles and cousins. Um, These just aren't conversations that we talk about um, inside of our inner family. Yes, you see the conversation, you see more conversation about it on like Twitter and Instagram and memes and things like that. But when it comes to like the conversations that we're having at the dinner table, these are not conversations that are regularly being had. So I want to really talk to you guys about healing the bloodline. What does that look like? Why is it so important? And um, what are the things that you can do in in order to make sure that you are making sure that your children are set up for success so that they don't have to heal from the same traumas that you've healed, that you have to do the work um, of healing right now. So why is it so important for us to heal our bloodline? Listen, Of course, you want to make it so that your children are not dealing with the same exact thing that you've dealt with. But when you die and you return to Earth maybe a hundred years from now, do you want to continue the same exact cycles inside of your family that have been continued for the last three, four, five generations? I hope you would say no. (laughs) Like, I hope you would say like, no, I don't want there to be abuse in my family anymore. I don't want there to be um, poverty in my family anymore. I don't want there to be trauma in my family anymore. If those are, if you're saying that you don't want these things inside of your family anymore, somebody has to do the work. It is what it is. Somebody has to take the time to do the work, to heal the traumas and stop the generational curses. 
So what is a generational curse anyway? I wanna make sure that you guys have a clear understanding of what that is. So a generational curse are cycles of, of habits and impulses and just things that you culturally, and I say culturally because every family has their own culture and their habits and their traditions, that's the word I'm looking for. Um, traditionally that is inside of your family that negatively um, impacts them for generation to generation. So that it tends to be passed on. So there's a couple of different examples. So one example would be the types of relationships that you have um, from the parents to the children, um, which ends up being the children's romantic relationships that then create them as parents and then um, start another cycle of whatever that trauma is to their children and so on and so forth. And um, I talked about this a little bit on my, my Instagram, but what tends to happen is the relationships that you have with your parents are directly reflective of the relationships that you have with your um, romantic partner. And um, the reason that that happens is your brain can't tell the difference between the past and the present. So then when you meet a partner that reminds you of your your parent, whichever parent it is, um, your mother, or your father, depending on if you're dating men or women, um, when you meet a meet a potential partner that has the same like traumatic habits as your your parents, your brain sees them as somebody familiar, which makes the, you makes you automatically create a stronger attachment to that person. Your brain is starting to be like, okay, this is something that. This is a problem that we've dealt with before. This is familiar. Let's get inside of this relationship and then let's try to see if we can fix it. But the problem is if you're not self-aware enough to see that your brain is doing this, then you're not going to be self-aware enough for you to heal whatever is going on inside of that situation, whatever needs to be healed inside of that. So um, that's one thing that tends to happen inside of our romantic relationships, which causes us to create a generational cycle of um, the types of relationships and the types of interactions that we have um, with our parents as well as with our children. Um, and that could be, you know, abusive, neglectful, abandoning, um, things like that. So, you know, of course, you're going to want to be the person to consciously in that cycle. But of course, there are going to be some people that don't recognize that, you know, they're being triggered or that that's a cycle and then they just end up passing it on to the next generation. Another example, which I'll give in regards to kind of like black people, is a generational cycle around health. Um, black people have a very strong culture in regards to the way that we eat. So um, what tends to happen is we have a lot of family members that die of um, heart attacks, strokes, have diabetes, high blood pressure, things like that. So that's a generational curse that does tend to plague a lot of black people because culturally we have a very particular way that we like to eat that of course is rooted inside of the traditions um from that were passed down to us from slavery but um you know there are some black people that are able to recognize that and either strike a balance with the way that they eat um balancing the unhealthy foods with healthy foods or completely transforming the way that they eat in general um just so that they can 
try to mitigate that generational curse themselves. So that's another example, but ultimately generational curses are things that are passed down from one generation to the next. So it's just real, like I said before, it's really, really important that you do the work to try to stop the generational curses so that your ancestors are not continuing this, um, this cycle over and over again. And also so that your family is living up to their fullest potential. Everybody is transforming into their higher selves so that they could come to this earth and live a life that feels true and authentic and joyful and full of love and abundance. Um, you can't have that when you have curses, um, when you're dealing with curses, because when you have curses, that means that there's, um, there's wounds that need to be healed. So what are some of the things that you can do in order to make sure that you are not passing down generational curses to your children? I have a couple of notes here that I want to go over. So the first thing is you need to heal the curses that you know were passed on to you. So if you recognize that there are there is a curse of health, there's a curse of poverty, there's a curse of abuse, um, there's a curse of um, family members not talking to each other, arguing all the time, whatever. If you recognize that, then you need to do the work internally that will allow for you to... Um, either be set the example for your other um, family members or just for you to make sure that it's something that's not happening inside of your household so that it's not going to continue um, inside of your bloodline. So you got to recognize whatever the curses were that were passed down to you. Forgive your family members for passing those curses down because of course um, healing starts with forgiveness and once you forgive them, do the work to understand, okay, what would my life look like if I had a, if I've healed these curses? What would my life look like if I eat totally different from the ways that I was traditionally taught to eat? What would it look like if, you know what, instead of me eating, you know, culturally traditional unhealthy food every single day of the week, how about I eat it maybe like two days out of the week and I find healthy recipes and healthy um, ways of eating for the rest of the week? What would that look like? Or if you have abuse in your family, okay, what would it look like if I just stayed single for a while and, you know, went to therapy and fig and really did, did some unpacking on where this abuse is stemming from and how I can make sure that I don't have the same abusive tendencies myself? What would that look like? You know what I mean? So like really sit down and figure out what would my life look like if I did not have this curse and if I was not, if I was consciously trying to stop, stop myself from passing this curse into the next generation. So the first thing is obviously healing your own curses that were passed down to you. The second thing is allowing for your children or your family members to be able to express themselves and be themselves unconditionally without your influence or your judgment. The fact of the matter is when you are doing, uh, when you are, when un people are unhealed, they don't recognize the things that they're projecting onto other people, the things that they're doing to other people that could be causing them trauma and be opening up wounds for them. So you have to allow people to be who they are without trying to project your own feelings of what they should be doing or who they should be onto them. Because at the end of the day, you have no idea if what you're trying to pass onto them is healthy. And also, 
you have to allow children to express their inner child freely. When we put limitations on our children, then what happens is they become adults that don't believe in themselves. They become adults that put their own limitations on themselves and they become adults that um, have limiting beliefs in terms of what they're capable of, what they should be doing, what is appropriate, things like that. So you have to make sure that you are allowing your children to express their inner child and be whoever they need to be as long as they're being safe. Um, you know, mommy and daddy have a very strong influence on um, their children, more than they probably really know. So a lot of times less is more. And I'll just leave that at that. Um, and the last piece is you have to teach your children that they can be whoever they want to be, um, regardless of what they see going on around them, regardless of what they have, what their friends are doing, what their friends tell them they should or shouldn't be doing, regardless of what they see on TV, regardless of what mommy, daddy, grandma, grandpa, auntie, uncle, whatever they say to them. They can create whatever the reality that they want for themselves. If you watch my channel or you listen to my podcast, then of course you understand that manifestation, the law of attraction, all of these things, you have full control and power over your life. And those are things that need to be taught to your children because they're not going to learn it in school. You know what I'm saying? Like this isn't something that they're going to be able to turn on a cartoon and really see conveyed to them clearly. They, a lot of times what they're going to see is influence from, um, you know, what they see on social media, what their parents or grandparents are saying to them, what they see going on um, in terms of like their friends and things like that. That is what's going to influence them to, to feel like, okay, this is what my life could potentially look like. But you have to consciously teach them that if you say, if you want to ride, ride horses, if you want to grow your hair down to your, your ankles, if you want to write books, if you want to be the president, you have full capability of being whatever and doing whatever that you want to do. So you have to be the person to teach them that because they're not going to learn that anywhere else. And if you do that, then you open up your children to so many different possibilities, so many, so much more potential to the point that when you do pass and you return as an ancestor and when your other family members return as ancestors, they return into a, a family that is strong in terms of the beliefs that they have in, in themselves. And once you do that, then it's limitless. You guys can, your whole family can just do whatever they want to do. They can be whoever they want to be because these are things that are taught to them from when they're children. You know what I mean? A lot of us are active adults that are doing lots and lots of work to unlearn everything that was taught to us when we were children but if you can teach them this when they're kids then they can be whoever they want to be because this is something that they're going to learn very fast and they're going to be practicing manifestation and they're going to be practicing the law of attraction their entire life they're not going to be doing all this work to unlearn stuff first so um teaching them that is going to be really important as well to heal your um, your bloodline in the future. So I hope all of that was really, I hope all of that was helpful. Um, at the end of the day, we all have a lot of work to do. We all have a lot of unlearning and healing to do, but it can absolutely stop with you. You can be that person. I know that not everybody wants to be the black sheep. Um, not everybody wants to go against 
what the rest of their family is doing because it opens you up to judgment people looking at you like you're crazy or whatever i totally get it but you just have to get to the point where you have full belief and faith in yourself that you are doing things you're doing the correct work and you're doing the right work and at the end of the day let your intuition guide you into making the right decisions and doing the right things um just don't let people people's own fears and insecurities and projections project onto you to where you start to question whether or not your intuition is correct because that's not you being fair to yourself if you allow for people to project their own fears onto you you have to create a very distinct boundary around you in terms of what is it that i know to be true um in my life based on my intuition and what do i um want to own in terms of what my family and what my family's traditions look like whether or not that means i lose friends or family members so that's really important especially if you you know that the work that you're doing has positive intention behind it you know so um okay that is all i have for you guys today um again please do not forget to like comment subscribe if you are interested in working with me and you want to do some one-on-one -on -one coaching, then you can visit my website at bjtheblogger.com. I do have a podcast that you could check out if you'd be interested in. It's the Soul Patterns podcast, and that's available on all podcast platforms. But um, a lot of this information will be found inside of the um, description box. All right, I'll catch you guys next time. Bye.